Yo, welcome to Simply Bitcoin Live, your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution with breaking news, culture, matic warfare. We will be your guide through the separation of money and state. And today is one of those episodes, separation of money and state. Anyways, uh, breaking news, Ron DeSantis went out of his way, whole press conference, and we're going to play you a clip of it, of course, where he vocally, uh, he, he is advocating against central bank digital currencies. And that by itself is, is a big nothing burger, but you have to connect the dots with what other states are doing as well. Uh, Governor uh, Christy Nome of South Dakota also vetoed a bill recently, really like a couple weeks ago, where she was advocating against central bank digital currencies too. And this kind of you know reinforces the theory of the case that we've been making the last couple of months, where individual states are more incentivized to adopt something like Bitcoin rather than the federal government, right? We had um, Catlin Long come on Simply Bitcoin IRL yesterday, and we talked a little bit about Operation Chokepoint 2.0. So we know, and according to Caitlin Long yesterday, the top echelon of the federal government, there's some members in it that are against this whole movement, right? But I'm so happy to see individual states, you know, are, are picking off where the federal government is against it, right? So you have states like Florida, you have states like Texas, you have states like Wyoming, right? Um, and, and South Dakota as well, not so much. Um, also, we know Tennessee as well, uh, Missouri. Uh, there's a bunch of states that have been very friendly towards Bitcoin. And that, you know, this is it's just it's playing out in slow motion. We've been saying this. We've been making the case that we believe that potentially Bitcoin goes the way of the marijuana industry. Right. Marijuana is illegal on a federal level, but on a state level like California, like Colorado, it's actually legal, right? So, you know, it makes sense that Bitcoin could potentially follow that path. We know that New York State is hostile towards Bitcoin, right? They have the they have the Bitcoin law and then they recently passed the Bitcoin mining uh Bitcoin mining uh Bitcoin mining proof of work ban, right? So, let's see if this pattern continues, but you guys know the deal. We're simply Bitcoin and we will stay on top of it. Anyways, I want to bring up my awesome co-host, always optimistic, always in a good mood. How are you doing, Opti? <laughs> oh man that that never gets old to me uh man i'm doing wonderful bro like i i say it every morning now and i'm probably a broken record in the beginning how could i be how could i be sad i i get to do this every day with my best friend like this is this is the dream man and and to your point man I've been saying it for a while and I'm going to I'm going to save my my broken, you know, record sentence for the actual numbers or news part wherever we're at. But there's still hope for America, guys. Like if El Salvador can turn their country around, I don't think we can lose hope on the U.S. Like it, it does feel like, you know, the winds are going are gaining in our favor. And I, I'm excited. I'm just glad that we're in the front lines and we get to watch this play out because, uh, hey, you know. We're, we're Americans and we, and we love our country. We are first generation immigrants, but still we believe in the American dream and Bitcoin is going to foster the American dream for everyone around the world. It, it's, yep. you know, it's, uh, it's just beautiful to be a part of freedom money in a freedom country. It's hard not to uh, get bullish and excited about what the future holds for us. Uh, Opti's, uh, Opti's optimism is, is infectious. It just, <laughs> just bleeds through. Anyways, I also want to introduce our very special guest, a Bitcoin Zoomer, another one. You guys will be seeing many more of the Bitcoin Zoomers. We always say it, you know, we always say it for, you know, our generation, Opti and I are millennials, young millennials. Um, but we, you know, we say it all the time, right? 
uh, you know, if you're under the age of 35, uh, you will probably own nothing, right? <laughs> they, they, the, the price of owning a home is ridiculously expensive. Um, and that's because of all the money printing. So, you know, it, it really like we do not have another alternative. Bitcoin is the alternative for us, but we don't have it as bad as the Zoomers, man. You guys really, yeah. really got the short end of the stick, man. So we're happy to have you on the show. How you doing, bro? Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for having me on. I'm happy to be here. Oh, man. It's going to be a good show. I can feel it. All right, everybody. Let's get some numbers. Let's do this. The Bitcoin Numbers. Brought to you by Noddle. At this point, you should be running your own Bitcoin node. If you don't use your own Bitcoin node, you're trusting someone else's. Run your own version of Bitcoin Core, the Lightning Network, Whirlpool, and Dojo, all from the comfort of your own home. And if you're a digital nomad, you have absolutely no excuse because now you can run a Noddle through a virtual private server. Visit noddle.eu today. All right, guys, I also want to tell you about Bitcoin 2023. It's going to be the largest Bitcoin conference ever hosted in sunny, sunny Miami Beach, Florida, May 18th through the 20th, 2023. And good news, we have a promo code for you guys. You can use the discount promo code simply to get yourself a 10% discount on the tickets. Let's go through some of the speaker lists. Uh, we have Michael Lewis, Arthur Hayes, Michael Saylor, Jack Maulers, Alex Gladstein, Stacey Herbert, Matt O'Dell, Lynn Alden, and many, many more. You don't want to miss the biggest Bitcoin celebration ever, Bitcoin 2023. Promo code simply. At the time of recording, the Bitcoin price is 28180 Sats per dollar, 3542 Block height, 781,821. Reachable Bitcoin nodes, 17,440. Blocks to the halving, 58,179. Having estimate, April 21st, 2024. Total Lightning Network capacity, 5,414 Bitcoin. Capacity value, 152 million. Realized monetary inflation, 1.76%. And the market capitalization of Bitcoin, $544 billion with a B. Anyways, uh, Odell tweeted this out and, you know, uh, Jack Maulers, also known as Jack Ballers, went on CNNBC and man, he's saying the quiet part out loud. And I just want to read the tweet by Odell before we play the clip and we could talk about it. Odell says, Bitcoin is money without trust. Opt out. And I completely agree. Bitcoin is, is rules without rulers. And the problem here that we're all witnessing is the rulers. Anyways, let's check out the clip and then we'll talk about it. The Fed and the whole monetary system is based on trust, and they constantly, they constantly break, uh, break that trust. It'd be the equivalent of there's a fire outside of my house. I smell the smoke, and someone's telling me, no, 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 it's just a bunch of teenagers putting on a bonfire. Okay, but I hear one one siren. I hear one police siren. Yeah. Are you sure it's a bonfire? Yeah, yeah, it's a bonfire. Now I hear 10 sirens, 100 sirens. Now my whole community is running out. I'm not going to get up and look outside the window, Kelly, and see what's going on. I don't believe them for a second. You've got to be absolutely crazy to believe the Federal Reserve right now. They're full of it, and I don't have to because I own Bitcoin. There's no one that could deflate my instrument. I get to hold it, save in it. I know the monetary policy. I sleep like a baby, like the baby face that I am. Jack. I think you're crazy if you believe the Fed and these swap lines and treating these assets at par. It's a gimmick. It's a scam. We appreciate your time today. Jack Mallers right, of Strike. 
Did they cut him off? It sure sounded like. Um, but anyways, yeah, this is what we're talking about, right? This is the peaceful revolution. This is the opt out. Bitcoin is opting out. It's it's peaceful, right? You know, there's no there's no violence required. It's about just opting out of the scam of fiat money. And I think that's what Jack Mahler's was was talking about at the end, right? And it's just funny, like to me, it sounded like I've been in those situations, sound like the host were just like, okay, okay, go play over there with your Bitcoin. You know, we, we've heard enough of you. This is too crazy for, you know, mainstream corporate media. Just just go away. But it, it's important that these messages are communicated to the public. And he might sound crazy, to a no coiner today, but I guarantee you, as things continue to break, as the cost of living continues to become more and more expensive due to the money printing, you know, the younger generations as well as the older generations, right? Just to say, look, enough is enough. I'm going to opt out into a system that values my time, values my energy, values my work. I don't want to participate that. I don't want to participate in that anymore. And that's really what Bitcoin is all about. Anyways, Opti, what are your thoughts, bro? Well, first and foremost, shouts out to Jack Ballers. He killed it. I love how he is able to explain things. I, I saw the full clip this morning. So there is there is a little more to it. It's like a seven minute clip and he absolutely murdered it. And uh, I saw some other people basically saying like, yo, I heard this kid on uh, what was it? CNBC or whatever. He's like, I heard this kid talk about Bitcoin this morning. And like he was making a lot of sense. And the way he's able to explain it is so simple that I think I am becoming a Bitcoiner. So it's it's kind of back to what I continuously say is this idea that the Bitcoin signal is going mainstream. It's, you know, what I say every time it's our meme world. Everyone's just living in it. And we are becoming very unavoidable, like that people can't just dig their heads in the sand because we are making too much sense. And with Bitcoiners like Jack Mollers on our side. Uh, it's hard not to get bullish. Like he's a great spokesperson for Bitcoin, you know, a young, smart entrepreneur. So it's hard not to be bullish on not just Bitcoin, but Bitcoiners in general. But to Jack's point, I mean, I can't imagine what I'd be thinking right now if I was aware of everything going on in the financial world and not have Bitcoin. I, like I, I just I really can't fathom it because as he, as he was saying, you know, I have this Bitcoin Zen where it's like I sleep like a baby at night, like the world's you know the world's burning around me, and I'm just like, hey, my sats are in cold storage, my money's out of the fiat system, I have nothing to worry about. TikTok next block, like, hey, I hope you guys figure this out because we've been beating the drum for years now, you know, decades, and people still think we're the crazy ones. And when Jack said that that uh, the fire, you know, the fire alarm uh, metaphor, I, I keep getting reminded of the 1984 quote of like, follow the party line. Don't believe your ears and eyes. And this is where we are right now. And it's absolutely insane to me that clown world has gotten to this point. But it's something that Nikos told me in the past. You can't hide the sticker shock of inflation. And I think everyone is waking up to the fact that, hey, your money is getting devalued. You can't buy the same amount of groceries. Eggs are at like all time high. You know, you, your money isn't going as far as you thought it would. And I think we are going to see a lot more pain before this year's over, especially considering what everyone's saying on Twitter, that this Credit Suisse moment is uh, is uh, what was it? the Bear Stearns moment of 2008. So we haven't even had the like Lehman moment where everything blows up. So, hey, I think in six months, if this is the case, you know, history doesn't repeat, but it rhymes. If this is the case, then, uh, you know, summertime going into winter and or fall, it, it, 
We might be in for a very, very uh, shocking reality. But hey, we're Bitcoiners. We get to sit back, watch the fireworks, eat the popcorn, because all our sats are very cozy in cold storage. But shouts out to Jack Baller. He just continuously kills it on live stream or the mainstream corporate press. So, you know, just keep doing your thing, bro. It, it's hard not to be bullish with dudes like that just killing it for Bitcoin. A hundred percent, man. And dude, and he's saying again, like he's saying the quiet, the quiet part out loud. He's he's calling into question the legitimacy of their system. And we just got to keep beating that battle drum, highlighting, you know, the absurdities of their system versus, you know, the the most equal, equitable money the world has ever seen, which is what Bitcoiners are advocating for. We're advocating for we're advocating for Bitcoin. Right. We're advocating for a, a more fair network versus their network. It's proof of stake. It's proof of stake AF. Uh, where, you know, a bureaucratic elite benefit from the money printing and then everybody else, specifically the lower and middle classes, get poor. Right. You might work. You might you know, you might work harder. You, your salary might go up. But the, did, did you get a 20 percent raise last year? If the answer is no, you are poorer than the year before due to the money printing, due to their irresponsibility. And, you know, in it's total clown world. You question this. You question them about this. And they don't you know, they don't even acknowledge it. They say, what inflation? What are you talking about? Anyway, and then they say that you're, you know, you're peddling misinformation because you're saying, oh, there's going to be inflation due to the money printing, like as like every single time it's happened in history. Right. Anyways, uh, Joseph, what's your take on this, bro? Yeah, uh, it's great that we have Jack Mahler just speaking for the average Bitcoiner. And uh, hopefully they still let him back on on CNBC because uh, he was calling out the Federal Reserve right there. Uh, but yeah, like the, the, that host sounded like my family members uh, talking to me like. Stop talking about Bitcoin. Stop talking about politics. Uh, let's just move on to the next topic. Yeah. 100%. Like, what do you know? You're too young. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're crazy. What are you talking about? Magic internet money. I, no. I, got, I got rich off of real estate and S&P 500 stock. Like, what is this Bitcoin stuff? <laughs> yeah, right. That's such a, it's, oh man, I don't even, I don't, I don't even want to go there. But yeah, dude, yeah. It, it's, you know, it, it, it's like, look, we were okay. You know, we were okay. But it doesn't, that, that doesn't mean that, you know, the younger generations are okay, man. But look, I think that Bitcoin, some people, you know, they, they're fortunate enough to do well and, you know, positions themselves financially. But Younger generations don't have the opportunities that those generations had, right? And, you know, the, and Bitcoin for us, right, is the only alternative, right? It's the only alternative we have. And it, the alternative, the beauty about Bitcoin is that it, it serves as a protest as well, right? You know, we always say the most important vote that you can make is buying Bitcoin, earning Bitcoin, mining Bitcoin, and taking that said Bitcoin into self-custody. You're defunding the system. You're saying, look, I, I want to take my work, my energy, my time out of, of, of your system. You continue to lie. You continue to devalue my wealth. I don't want to participate anymore. And this is why we are here. Anyways, everybody, let's get to the news. We have a lot to talk about. Let's check it out. The Daily News. Brought to you by Blockstream Jade, built by Bitcoiners for Bitcoiners. It's an open source hardware wallet for the cold storage of Bitcoin. Blockstream Jade houses a full color camera, allowing for fully air-gapped Bitcoin transactions. Scan and display QR codes directly on the device to sign transactions and verify addresses with ease. Use your Blockstream Jade with your favorite wallet software, such as the Blockstream Green, Blue Wallet, Electrum, and Sparrow. Get yourself a Blockstream Jade today and take self-custody of your Bitcoin.
All right. So let's talk about Florida, right? You know, everyone, oh, there's the meme, the Florida man. They're making a movie about the Florida man. It's just, you know, everyone knows. But who is the governor of Florida? The governor of Florida currently is Ron DeSantis. And this is an article for our audio listeners. Decrypt Florida Governor Ron DeSantis introduces state legislation banning central bank digital currencies. And here's a clip from a press conference yesterday. And if you guys are watching the video version, take a look at what it says on his podium. It sure sounds like that's something a Bitcoiner would say. Anyways, let's check it out. Now, there's a concerted effort across America to backdoor provisions for the use of C, uh, central bank digital currency through individual state uniform commercial codes, UCC. Uniform commercial codes intended to provide for standard governing laws for commercial transactions across state lines and is set by an independent commission of, quote, experts to seek uniformity in state laws. Now, while legislation to apply recent recommended changes to the UCC has been introduced in about 20 states, no bill has been introduced in the Florida legislature. And if they were to pass a bill, I would veto that bill. Uh, however, given the risks associated with the federally sanctioned centralized bank of digital currency, uh, today uh, I'm here to call on the legislature to pass legislation to expressly forbid the use of CBDC as money within Florida's uniform commercial code. This will ensure that Florida continues to be a state that supports innovation in the financial sector through the market uh, while protecting against government surveillance over your personal finances. But our legislation shouldn't stop there. Given the continued increase in Chinese influence in worldwide affairs and increase in plans to adopt CBDC worldwide, our legislation also prohibits any CBDC issued by a foreign reserve or government-sanctioned central bank. Dude, dude. Oh, man. And, and, and there's, a, there's a bunch of signal there, right? He said that there was a bunch of states, there's 20 states that are so far backdooring this provision. And remember, this happened recently in South Dakota. They tried to sneak it through. And the governor over there, uh, I think her name is Christy, and you guys know how I'm terrible at pronouncing names, Christy Nome, she vetoed that. Um, so let's take a look at some of the details. So South Dakota Governor Christy Nome has vetoed a bill that aims to exclude digital assets from the legal definition of money, with the exception of central bank digital currency. So it's interesting, right? They introduced a bill in South Dakota, right, that would exclude digital assets, but central bank digital currencies would be allowed. Now, this is interesting because connect the dots, right? We know how the federal government feels about this. We know, you know, and if you guys didn't listen to it, I really recommend the Simply Bitcoin IRL episode with Caitlin Long yesterday. She said specifically that the hostility towards the industry is coming from the top echelon of government. It's coming directly from the White House. That That's part of the reason that they denied her federal banking charter. And we know based on Signature Bank and based on Silvergate that those banks, you know, it, 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 according, you know, according to what I heard, a lot of the motivations to shut down specifically Signature came from the idea of wanting to isolate the industry from the financial system, in my opinion, in the hopes of pushing 
their central bank digital currency. We know that they're rolling out the Fed now pay, right? Which in, in my opinion is the first iteration of it. Why do we need Fed now? Why do we need a government payment platform if we have payment platforms like Venmo, like Cash App? Why do we need that? Well, the reason is simple. They want to be able to maintain the privilege of being able to create money for free that everyone else has to work for. They want to be able to control the monetary policy. That's what it's about. It's not about making more efficient payments. It was never about that. Anyways, let me read some more information about um, about uh, Christy Nome, Governor Christy Nome in South Dakota. And you'll hear she mentions the UCC, the Uniform Commercial Code, that Ron DeSantis was talking about, the, the governor of Florida. She says, quote, it was sold as an update to the guidelines of the universal, uniform commercial code backed by our financial institutions, our banks. As we started reading through it, we saw the section of a bill that changed the definition of currency. And essentially what it did was pave the way for a government-led central bank digital currency. And it also banned any form of cryptocurrency, Bitcoin or digital currency that existed. So for me, it was... It, for me, it, it, it was very clear it was a threat to our freedom. We've got the same language coming to over 20 other states. I believe it's to pave a way for the federal government to control our currency and thus control people. Who has said that before? That's not a Bitcoiner saying that. That's the governor of a state. It should be alarming to people, and it's being sold as a UCC guide, uh, guidelines update. So, who is pushing this? Who's who who who's behind? Who who's behind the scenes moving this initiative forward? Right? And those are all questions that we got to ask, right? Clearly this was a strategic move. Clearly they tried to pass this. Um anyways, interesting. It goes on to say the bill doesn't spe uh, specifically name CBDCs but describes money as something that may be established by an intergovernmental organization. Right. So why does money have to be issued by government? That's a very that's also a very important point. Right. So going back to the Florida news. Right. Um, this is a decrypt article it says Florida Governor Ron DeSantis proposed legislation on Monday that would ban CBDCs from the Sunshine State. The, le the legislation would prohibit in Florida any CBDC that the U.S. Federal Reserve could introduce and any created by foreign government. DeSantis, the, DeSantis introduced the legislation from behind the podium with the phrase Big Brother's Digital Dollar plastered across it. He, screwed the, uh, he skewered the technology as a vehicle that could lead to government overreach and pave the way for financial, uh, financial surveillance. And here is some old news. Bay, uh, Bay, this article originally came out May 12, 2022, and it said the measure would take effect January 1st, 2023. It says Governor DeSantis signed legislation Thursday defining the term virtual currency to clarify state law on cryptocurrency and e-state financial regulations. The measure defines virtual currency as a medium of exchange in electronic or digital form, which is not a currency. Upon taking effect January 1st, 2023, it will upend a 2019 court ruling preventing people who own Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies from selling them without a license. So this is crazy. This is the separation of money and state. You're witnessing it. This is the battle lines. Clearly, they had a strategy with this UCC, uh, Uniform commercial code now that we're aware of it we'll, we'll, we will keep an eye on it for sure but make no mistake this is happening the separation of money and state is happening in the background just because it's not being talked about on uh, legacy corporate media doesn't mean it's not happening this is the fight get ready bunker down because i i suspect 
They're going to get desperate, man. They're, do you think they're just going to willingly give over the keys and say, hey, you know what? We've ran the money for, I don't know how many, hundreds of years now, really since 1913, since the establishment of the Fed, right? We've ran the money for, for this long. It's given the federal government a tremendous amount of power, right? Why would they just give that up? And this is actually something that I asked Caitlin Long on, 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 on Simply Bitcoin IRL last night. I was like, hey, you know, it doesn't make sense. And I loved her answer. Her answer is basically like, look, Bitcoin is coming. You can't stop the honey badger. Bitcoin doesn't care. Bitcoin doesn't need to be approved by a government for it to work. The only thing that's going to happen is the U.S. is going to isolate isolate itself and Bitcoin businesses are just going to move overseas. I make a joke with Opti all the time. We're going to try to hunker down. But if all else fails, we're going to move to El Salvador. Maybe we change the name. El Simply Bitcoin. Why not? Right? Like, you know, and, and this, is the, this is the part that's like, you know, this is the part that to me is tragic. It's like, isn't this... Bitcoin to me embodies what the first ideals were of the founding of the U.S., right? Why don't we go back to that? Look at the good that that brought out. Why are we going... Why are we taking cues from the CCP? Why are we looking at what's happening in China, in communist China and saying, hey, you know, let's go there. Let, let, that sounds awesome. Why don't we do what they're doing? No, no, F no, right? So I want to see this. I want, you know, more states, right, to take this initiative. Shout out to Governor Kristi Noem of South Dakota. Shout out to Governor Ron DeSantis. And look, it's not only saying, hey, uh, no to CBDCs. It's saying no to CBDCs and yes to Bitcoin, right? Not crypto. Yes to Bitcoin, right? I want to see more of that. But hey, guess what? I think it's inevitable that we see more of that over the coming years. This is going to be a crazy, crazy, crazy fight. We are just in the very first innings of it. So bunker down, take self-custody of your Bitcoin. And if enough people do it, that's how we win. Anyways, Opti, what are your thoughts on all this, bro? Well, obviously, first and foremost, I am highly skeptical of all politicians in general. Uh, you guys know that that's my take. But I love that DeSantis is saying what we've been saying for a long time, that CBDCs are all about control and surveillance of your money and your transactions. And again, I'm doubling down on what you're saying. Like, why is America trying to emulate Chinese CBDC systems? Like, this is the most anti-American stuff I've ever seen. And why are politicians doubling down? Why is Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett continuously doubling down on the Chinese CBDC system as something that we need to emulate? Like, in my opinion, this is just as anti-American as it gets. But hey, what do I know? I'm just a YouTuber. Uh, but I do like that uh, Ron DeSantis said, again, the quiet part out loud that we say continuously that Caitlin Long said yesterday is that the powers that be, politicians, central, blank, central bankers, central planners are trying to stifle innovation in regards to Bitcoin. And he actually was able to say the B word, you know, Bitcoin out loud. And I think this is part of this kind of growing trend. Again, I, I stay I stay optimistic and I always try to see the silver lining, but it does really feel like we are seeing a political tide change in our favor. Like we are starting to see, like Nico continuously tells us that states are rolling out this idea that like, wait, 
maybe we shouldn't try to ban Bitcoin because that's probably going to hurt our citizens more than if we try to stop this innovation that is Bitcoin. So while it is coming from the top that, you know, they're doing whatever they can. We have Operation Choke Point 2.0. They're doing whatever kind of crazy, shady stuff they can to stop Bitcoin on a state level. It's becoming very clear that individuals want to hold Bitcoin, that we are in the race to avoid the war. And we might be becoming that uh, what I, I, I always I always say intolerant minority, but it's the uh, uh, Jacob's going to correct me. That's not the right word. Uh, it's 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 the, the you know, very vocal minority out there that are just like, look, I want to hold Bitcoin. You can't tell me what to do. Freedom of speech, freedom of association. You know, Bitcoin is speech. And who are you to tell me what I can and can't do? No, but it goes deeper than that, bro. It goes deeper. than Go that. on. Why is the government dictating what money people should use and what money people can't use? Like why, like why, you know, like why, that's the big question. Like, why am I being forced to use a money that steals from me? Why? Right. And, and let's talk about the consequences of that. That's why we played you the clip of Jack Maulers, also known as Jack Ballers in the very beginning of the video, right? Cause he's calling into question the legitimacy of the system that they want us to use. Right. And a CBDC would be a continuation of that said system, right? This is the peaceful protest. Bitcoin is the protest, but only if you take self-custody. Speaking of taking self-custody, you should be taking self-custody on, you should be taking self-custody, but not only taking self-custody, you should be storing your seed on steel. And there's no better place to do it than the BitPlates Domino. Easy to use, hard to destroy. BitPlates Domino are designed to preserve Bitcoin wallet backup seed words and pad passphrases made from highly corrosion-resistant 316 marine-grade stainless steel and offering the ultimate protection against extremes of temperatures. 10% off of BitPlates using promo code SIMPLY. Yeah, don't, don't, don't lose your generational wealth because you stored your Bitcoin seed on paper. Don't be that guy. Don't, don't be that person. Anyways, uh, what are your thoughts on this, bro? As a zoomer, does this make your blood boil, bro? What's, what's going on in your head? Yeah. Uh, I just think it's a great thing about the U S that, uh, you know, the, we could help, uh, stop the tyrannical federal government. Uh, when, and, and it's good that the States have power and they could stop, uh, these crazy laws from getting passed. And, you know, that, that that's how we win as Bitcoiners is we just start from the ground up. You know, you, you start you start from the mayor of your city, start talking to the to the congressman um, and just start from the ground up. And, uh, you know, because if you want to compete with all these other big industries, you got big oil and all these other monopolies, you know, they're they're lobbying the government. So as soon as we see a price run up on Bitcoin, uh, start talking to your politicians, start taking them out to nice dinners, um, start 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 making friends with the politicians, uh, get get Bitcoin friendly laws passed. And shout out to Ron DeSantis, too, because. It seems like Florida is like the only real state left in the United States. Like if you, if anyone here is, is from the U.S. And you, and you go and visit Florida, you're like, this is what America is about. You know, like, you know, people are happy. Businesses are booming. It's great weather. Like, you know, you're, you're more inclined to, to move there after, after you live there. And uh, if if let's say the, the, the mayor of Miami or the, the Florida state starts putting Bitcoin in their treasury, it's going to persuade me more to, to, to move down there. So. I, uh, it starts with the ground up. Absolutely, absolutely. You heard hold on. It. The, the last two free states, yeah. Texas and Florida. Let's you, see who wins. Yeah, you, you, yeah. Heard, you heard it. You heard it. Do not move to Texas and Florida. You guys heard it here first. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> oh man, oh man, oh man. Anyways, everybody, let's get to the culture. We have a lot to talk about. Let's check it out. The Daily Culture. 
brought to you by swanbitcoin.com swan is the best way to build your bitcoin stack with automated bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases serving clients of any size from ten dollars to ten million dollars we love swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging what are you waiting for visit swanbitcoin.com today guys i also want to tell you about swan's new offer bitcoin is generational wealth and you can secure your bright orange future with the swan ira bitcoin real bitcoin no taxes swan offers both traditional and roth options to best fit your needs create your ira and start adding bitcoin in less than one minute transfers and rollovers are available swan's bitcoin experts will get you set up with no transfer fees and no minimum balance requirements this is real bitcoin non-etf or other derivative get the real thing and get it at swan go to swan.com ira for more details and of course, you can always send me a Twitter DM if you have any questions. Opti, it's all yours, my friend. Let's go. Well, uh, you know what I try to do here every single day, guys, is inspire not only my peers, but young people out there to start stacking sets. Almost almost got really uh, passionate on that one. And uh, Joseph hit me up in the DMs the other day, and he's like, yo, I want to come on and spread the Bitcoin signal to the Zoomers out there. So as a Bitcoin Zoomer, uh, what's Bitcoin mean to you? And then we'll go into a little more conversations, a couple more rabbit holes. So how come you're so passionate about Bitcoin? And, and then the second question is, how are your peers thinking of Bitcoin? Yeah, so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit more bullish than other people and I, and I understand uh, a lot more than other people my age, but it seems like from, from what I can tell that, uh, you know, zoomers, I, I'm bullish that zoomers w will adopt Bitcoin, uh, for a few reasons. It's like, so e everything's going digital. Your relationships are digital, social media, you know, you, your business is online. You got tons of people running drop shipping businesses, your school's online. So we're very familiar with, uh, just like the online culture and, the one bad thing is that it seems like most people they, they don't they don't they can't separate Bitcoin and crypto. They're kind of just pooling it just crypto like, oh, I'm I'm bullish on the future of crypto. I think uh, crypto is going to be the next world reserve currency, not really understanding it that much. But, you know, I think over time, uh, you know, the FOMO will kick in and eventually Zoomers will start adopting Bitcoin a lot more. And, you know, especially when like. It's like it's funny because like the, the boomers, the 70, 80, 90 year olds that have all the money, uh, you know, they're not they're not going to be the ones buying Bitcoin because they're not going to understand it. Uh, like with 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 our culture, you know, Bitcoin's in everything. You got a bunch of degenerate kids online gambling. And the only way you can online gamble is with Bitcoin. You have rappers talking about Bitcoin. You have NFL players taking their salary in Bitcoin. I mean, look at look at the U, uh, the UFC like Crypto.com is the, is the main sponsor. Yeah, I know it's. It's not it's not Bitcoin, but, you know, it leads you into the right direction. And so when when all the boomers end up end up passing away, uh, you know, the, the wealth is going to the Gen Z is going to the millennials, the ones that understand Bitcoin. And we're not going to invest in bonds. We're not going to leave it in a savings account. You know, we're probably either going to buy real estate, buy stocks or most importantly, buy Bitcoin. I love it, bro. Yeah. To me, it's like if you're a young kid, you know, we're millennials. If you're a Zoomer. Like it, it's it's so obvious to me that this is where our age groups are going to end up like, uh, you know, there's more of us out there than the boomers. It's just the boomers have all the wealth. And as we grow up in a world that is purely Bitcoin denominated, it it's like 
we have the best asymmetric bet going on for us right now. It's just like, get on board, start stacking, you know, do actually, I kind of like your story uh, that you were telling us before as when you got into Bitcoin, because it reminded me of one of our friends, Nick can't mind story. And he's also a Bitcoin zoomer. And he was also driving a shitty car, doing a shitty job and stacking in sats. And uh, I think this is a message that a lot more kids need to hear. I basically did the same thing, bro. It's just like, Hey, get a job, <laughs> get a job and stack in Bitcoin. So how about uh, for the other kids out there? I'm sure there's some out there that that are struggling, that that want to figure out how to level up. And I think your story, what you told us right before the show is is just as inspiring as anything else I've heard. Yeah. So I'll, I'll kind of get into my story real quick. So, uh, you know, Throughout like the high school and middle school, I never really cared too much about money, making money. It's more focused on video games, playing sports, whatever, being a kid. And uh, senior year rolled around. I'm like, all right, I'm about to turn 18. I can start opening stock accounts. You know, like I want to start because I want to start learning about investing, what it is, you know. And like about three months before I turned 18, I started learning about compound interest. I started watching Dave's, Dave Ramsey, just most basic finance 101, econ 101. And my, my brain completely flipped. I'm like, when, when I was a kid, I'm like, oh, I'm never going to be rich. I'm too dumb to be rich. But then you, you're like, oh, it's, it's possible for me to be rich, you know, like 7% a year, 8% a year, 9% a year, you know, comp compound interest. And so it, it, it got me really down the rabbit hole. And as soon as I turned 18, I started investing in stocks. Like I was a big, like, oh, Roth IRA, S&P 500, like, like that's what I'm going to be investing into. That's how I'm going to retire. And then I was introduced to, to Bitcoin in a few different ways. Uh, one was this kid that, uh, I used to play video games with during that 2020. So I got into Bitcoin right like after I turned 18. So did December, 2020, when that run up to like the first run up to 30,000 and this guy I was playing league of legends with is like, yeah, dude, I just made like $500,000 in the past month. And I'm like, what, bro, you're like 27. He's like, oh yeah, I've had uh, Bitcoin since like runescape or whatever it was. And then my friend's dad was telling me about it. And then, so you know, the, the best thing I ever did was just throw a hundred bucks in Bitcoin. And I threw a hundred bucks in and like three days later, it's at like 116. I'm like, I'm up 16% already. Like, what is this? My stocks are, are down. And that, re that really sent me into the rabbit hole. I started learning more. And the thing that really got me to be Bitcoin only and fully down the rabbit hole is I watched the movie, the big short. And I wasn't like, I was always told from the videos that I was watching that, oh, the financial system, it's all right. It's okay. It, it works, whatever. Then I watched, I watched the big, I watched the big short and I'm like, I almost had like a panic attack after I'm like, this is the craziest thing ever. Like, what's my answer? Cause I don't think S and P 500 stock is going to be my answer to, to get rich. I don't think it's going to be real estate. Like this, this movie's crazy. It taught me so much. And that really, really, really sent me down the rabbit hole. And I just started watching tons and tons and tons of Bitcoin podcasts. And, uh, you know, the funny thing is, is that my friends will always joke about me. Like I had this crazy arc in my life where. I, I was just, you know, full on grind mode. I didn't spend money on anything and I was just door dashing. So I was driving up an old beat up Toyota minivan and I was door dashing eight hours a day, nine hours a day, you know, making decent money for 18. It's better than, you know, you're making 20 bucks an hour, uh, 20, 25 bucks an hour. And you could do it all day around on your own schedule. So I was super motivated. And every single day I cashed, I cashed out on my, my DoorDash, just bought Bitcoin every single day. Like I got to a point where I was like saving so much money that like I, I would just go into like my change drawer and just use that to buy like coffee in the morning. Um, and 
eventually my speakers broke in my car, so I couldn't listen to Bitcoin podcasts in my speakers. So I had to put a Bluetooth speaker in my car and listen to Bitcoin doing that. And then, you know, I, I leveled up from there. Thank, thank God. I, I got a real job. started working sales. Things got a little bit better. I got, I got a nicer car now. Got, le- got leather seats, got Bluetooth. Um, but yeah, and, 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 you know, I've been going to Bitcoin meetups, just learning from them. And yeah, these past, you know, almost two years or a little, little over two years have been great. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm super bullish on the future. I fucking love it, bro. You had me cracking up back here behind the scenes. It's literally like this is the way I I, I don't I can't tell you how many stories I've heard of other Bitcoiners in the same boat. And I absolutely love that, you know, the the Bitcoin signal is becoming way easier nowadays. It, it's it's you you can sidestep the shit coins and you don't have to get wrecked. You don't have to just go out there and gamble and you know basically provide some real value in saving Bitcoin. But I have a few few more questions. First one, and is a, this is a quick rapid fire question. DCA okay. or smash buy? Uh, man, it's hard. It's, I got I to take a little bit of a minute to answer. But, you know, I feel like over the long, long, long term, five, 10 years, DCA won't be a bad bet. But, uh, you know, I would I, like for me personally, I would avoid trying to time the sells. You know, if you're good at it, you, I guess you could time to sell and, and you could get more Bitcoin in the future. Yeah, for sure. But it's risky. I think that, you know, if you're going to try to if you're going to try to time something, try to time the buys. And, you know, yeah, you, if, if you got a good stable job, just DCA if a certain amount of that. But then also have cash on the side for, you know, let's say an emergency or if an emergency buy, you know, Bitcoin dips down to 16. You, you want to get as much Satoshis per dollar as you can. But it, on the other side of that, it's like. In five to ten years, is it really going to matter if you bought at twenty thousand and sixty thousand? Not really. So yeah. Let's go. Let's go. All right. The next question, and uh, this is this is a question, especially that that I kind of take seriously, is like, did you learn about the fiat legacy system before Bitcoin, or did you learn about Bitcoin and then the fiat legacy system? Yeah. So it was kind of like uh, combined, just like. You know, the podcast that I were listening to uh, where they kind of taught a little bit about the, the fiat system, a little bit about the uh, the Bitcoin system. And I'm still learning. There's still a lot that I don't know, but I can kind of get a good grasp of it. Uh, but the, yeah, like the main thing that really opened up like the uh, opened up my eyes to how bad the fiat system was, was was watching the, the big short and watching all the stuff that went down with that. And then, you know, just. Shout out to the Bitcoiners on Twitter, man. The hardcore Bitcoiners, the toxic Bitcoiners, uh, the ones that don't bullshit. Shout out to them because they taught me so much and they, and they put it, they gave me the hard truth. Like I was, I was reading stuff that I've never read before. Uh, you know, they, they, they dropped the best health tips, man. I'm, what, I'm healthier what, than tell, I ever was. Tell me something that you read. What, what was one of the things that you read um, that you, that, that you liked? As, as, so as far as like tweets go, cause no, no, no uh, dude, just anything, anything. What, 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 who was the most influential for me? I'll, I'll give you an example to, to give you a little bit of context, right? So for me, the most influential Bitcoiners from a content creation standpoint and just uh, orange pilling as well, Max Kaiser played a huge role. Um, and also from an educational standpoint, uh, Andreas Antonopoulos, right? So those are, those are my two. So what Bitcoiners for you were yeah. the most influential in your journey, because you came, you came, first of all, you came at this, you're incredibly young, right? So you came at this from a very young age, yeah. number one. And number two, um, there were different times. Like at, at, at that time, you know, 2016, 2017, there was all the Bitcoin content that we have on YouTube now that, that didn't exist back yeah. then. 
yeah. right? So who who played a big role in 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 your orange orange pilling journey? Yeah, so you know the ones that really got me just super bullish and got me down the rabbit hole was just like the over the top price predictions. So like the Michael, <laughs> the, the, Mike, the Michael Saylors, the Max Kaisers, those really those really got me down the rabbit hole. But I got so lucky on my YouTube algorithm that like because like when I first started getting into Bitcoin, I was research like I you type in Bitcoin on YouTube and try to learn about it, and it's just going to be like some tech channel telling you about what it is and just like a ten minute summary, or you're going to get like the crazy. Uh, you know, the crypto guys, like the BitBoy cryptos that are telling you, oh, buy this coin, buy this coin, buy this coin. And so it's really hard to like weed out uh, the, the the Bitcoin channels. But my algorithm was set to like basically these guys that did like highlight videos of, you know, Max Kaiser, uh, uh, you know, Michael Saylor. There was a few others, man. Well, actually, Anthony Papiano did help me a little bit, too. I know he's going through. I don't I know Bitcoiners don't like him too much, but he did help me like, get a good grasp of it. Uh, kind of guys, guys that would uh, that explain it well, uh, you know, long form podcasts. And then these channels would just basically highlight it and they just and they just post it in a 10 minute clip. And it was something kind of clickbait. But uh, it, it definitely got me down the rabbit hole. And then and then the anonymous guys on Twitter uh, really just, you know, they're 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 long tweets. They're, they're short videos, the memes. Like the memes help you a lot too. Like, you know, that, that that's how you get past the the psyops. That's how you get past the psychological warfare is just through the memes and just seeing it in a funny light and just realizing like, oh yeah, that, that's like bullshit. Uh, but yeah, I'm, it's it's still a never ending rabbit hole. I'm not I'm not too much of a reading guy. I don't have the attention span for that. Gen Z's attention span is all messed up. <laughs> you can't sit down for five minutes and do something. Uh, but yeah, no, you know, just definitely just the the anonymous guys on Twitter and 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 the long form podcast. So yeah. Beautiful. Let's go, bro. Beautiful. Absolutely. But hold on, Nico. I got one more question because I saw that on Joseph's Twitter, he he kind of does his fair share of this. So what would be your advice for other entre entrepreneurs in your age group? Like, what would you tell them right now uh, if they're on the edge, if they've been, you know, basically uh, flirting with shit coins, you know, they don't know the Bitcoin only signal. So what would you tell someone in your shoes or, you know, someone in your peers? Like, what is your best advice for them? You know, TLDR them. Yeah. So what I would tell to an 18 year old fresh out of high school is there's a, there's a few different ways you can go. And in my opinion, I, I have, I have a few opinions on what the best thing to, to, to do would be. Um, I think the first thing, if, if you're trying, if you don't know what you're going to do with your life, uh, and you have no idea, I think the worst thing to do would be go to college. Cause you know, there's debt, there's all 100 stuff. fucking yep. percent. You know, you're, you're taking away from One, your family. 100%, 100, 100 dude, the best decision, career decision I've ever made in my life was dropping out of school. Yep putting all the money I had into Bitcoin. And I did <laughs> that awesome. from 2016 till I, I took my foot and I regret this, but I took my foot off the gas pedal 2020. Um, ah. But, but yeah, that was the best decision I ever had. Just drop out of college, just go, you know, go into Bitcoin. I, I started mining. That's like my introduction to the industry. Wow. And then, um, and then, you know, we started simply around 2020. Right. So yeah, man, look, I, that is the best piece of advice. Um, I'll, I'll say this without naming any names. The most successful Bitcoin Zoomers that you guys all know from Twitter, vast majority are college dropouts. Yep. So that's not a coincidence. Like there's a pattern there. And the reason I believe there's a pattern is because back in the day, if you went to college, you were part of a minority of people. If yep. you go to college now, it's just a box that you're checking, yeah, right? Yep. So, I, I, you know, I think there's better ways. Of course, what I did was 100% reckless. Um, you know, 
according to my parents and according to whatever. <laughs> Can't talk about it now, can you? Uh, but at the time, you know, it, it definitely looked like that for sure. Um, so, yeah, man, I, I completely agree. Um, but, you know, everyone everyone's got to do their bit. You know, if you want to be a lawyer, you want to be a doctor, you got to go to college. Right. But I think that with the Internet, especially with, with the Internet, you can learn everything. It's just yep. a matter of are you willing to put in the work? And of course, there's no organ. It's not organized. So like you're going to have to do your own research. You're going to have to learn how to navigate yourself through it. But if you do that, um, then again, you know, don't hold me to this. But I agree with you. I don't think college is necessary in this moment in time. Anyways, everybody, let's get to the meme review. I'm really excited. Let's see what Opti has for us today. The Daily Meme Review. Brought to you by Kaboom Racks. I get this question all the time. Nico, where should I buy Bitcoin miners? The answer is Kaboom Racks. It's the best place to buy Bitcoin miners. That's where you're going to find the best deals and the best prices. Start your mining utopia today. To check out their racks, you got to go to t.me slash Kaboom Racks. Join their Telegram group and start your mining journey today. Kaboom Racks. Opti, Opti, before you get into it, could you open another tab and go to Twitter and search ron desantis because he just dropped a meme he just dropped a meme bro i mean the the memetics game the, the memetics are working bro well we just got it from a zoomer himself that uh the memes are working so uh which one it's show it on the screen bro oh is it not on wrong one wrong one all right let's <laughs> see am i on the right one is it governor desantis yeah yeah that's the one scroll down Scroll down. Okay. No, no, that's not the wrong. That's not the right. No, no, no. Anyways, did you put it? Did you put yeah, in our Telegram? We don't, we don't have enough time. Let's roll with the show. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll find it while you do the. Wait, do I the think movies. I got it. I think I got it. There we go. Boom. Look at that. Mematix, bro. Mematix. Mematix for the win. I don't know about you, bro. I think this is way better than the, uh, the the ECB Mematix, bro. Yeah, absolute trash memetics there. Okay, anyways, let's get back into... Actually, we'll leave this one up here while I do the, the normal bit. As you guys know, tweet to the bullets, memes are the artillery. We are in an information war. This is why you guys need to continue to make the memes, continue to get the calls of action out there, continue to counter the corporate press BS because, as you can see from today's show, the memes are working and they are actually helping people learn what is going on because, hey, look, uh, you know, hand on my chest as well. Ain't nobody got time to read freaking a bunch of a bunch of articles and books anymore. Just give me a meme and I, I digest information. All right. Anyways, let's get into these memes that I have over here. So first and foremost, uh, you know how I say it sometimes. Sometimes the memes are in written form. And I really like this tweet by Safe Dean, so I had to push it up here for today, considering everything we've seen on the banking. Tweets, tweets are a, a form of meme, bro. Yeah, tweets are the bullets, memes are the artillery. Anyways, bro. we got Safe Dean over here, and it's a tweet, and he goes, Normies, I'd like to bank to just hold my money and make payments on my behalf. I'll pay for this service. And then the fiat cartel goes, that's illegal. Your only choice is to become an unsecured creditor to a hedge fund, calling itself a bank so they can use you as an excuse for a bailout. This is literally what just happened anyways let's keep it moving this next one is by maxi's club and it goes 341 banks again we're dunking on the banks today this is the 
you know, put the 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 rod in your own spoke on a bicycle meme, and we got a bank, and it looks like a reptilian reptile, and it goes banks, and the the stick in the spoke is banking, and then they fall and break their bicycle, and it goes damn Bitcoin, and we got a Pepe the Frog just unimpressed over here, the savage Bitcoiner holding the Bitcoin. And then we got re- <laughs> Relay app, and they go, who made this masterpiece? And it's, uh, you know, it's a movie cover here. And we got the title of the movie goes, nothing spreads like a bank run contagion. And we got Jay Powell and Janet Yellen and Chrissy Lagarde and Augustus Carson. And I don't know the name of this guy. Is this the Bank of Japan central uh, banker? And then we got uh, Kramer at the bottom winking at you. Nothing spreads like a bank run contagion. Who made this masterpiece? Because it's almost like we are seeing contagion play out in real time. This next one is by at Mark Jones 41. He just goes hashtag Bitcoin and shouts out to Chris Alamo for tagging us. And we got the classic, uh, you know, meme that that rope blew up and everyone stole from rope. And it is the Reaper going to the doors, the bloody doors. And we got Terra and we got FTX and we got Silvergate. And then we got the Grim Reaper knocking on its last door. And then it's Bitcoin. And it turns around, turns around scared and petrified because it can't kill Bitcoin. Keep trying. Not going to happen. And then uh, shouts out to my boy Winekiss. And he dropped this one. This is actually just a screenshot from the Babylon Bee. But he just goes, felt this. And it goes, man survives bank failure crisis by not having any money in the first place. If you are a Bitcoiner and you have your sats in cold storage, then all the banks failing don't affect you because you have no money in the legacy system anyways, and you have opted out, and this is the way. And this next one is by at BTC underscore archive, and it's the screenshot from Squid Games, and I don't remember these guys' names, but we got the 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 young, the, the main character guy goes FTX, and we got supposedly the alleged rich guy, and his name is Credit Suisse, and he goes, why are you here? I thought you were financially stable. Oh my goodness. It's almost like FTX is just a recreation of what banks are doing on the legacy system. Who would have thought that? I don't know. I think we tell you this every single day. Opt out of the madness. Take Bitcoin into self-custody. This is the way. And then, of course... I don't like to, uh, you know, do do any form of nepotism on our memes, but this one went a little viral, and I think this is a theme that most people are connecting with. And uh, I put it in a tweet. It wasn't easy, and I didn't get lucky. Hashtag Bitcoin. This is simply Bitcoin meme. And we got a person pointing at a Bitcoiner and it goes friends and family and it goes, this is too easy. And then the Bitcoiner on the top of the mountain, finally successful. Wait, wait, why, 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 why didn't you send me, send me this one, bro? Because these are mine. This no. is my memes. No. He's got to give me some heat, not uh. just you. All right. Anyways, he goes up the mountain. It's all bloody and it goes FUD, 80% dips, living like a poor, selling shit coins. And then finally at the top of the mountain, finally successful. He is Bitcoin only and a Bitcoiner. This is the way, boys and girls. This is the way. Okay. So drop your meme review score in the chat as we cover ours live uh, mine is, I don't know if I've done this. I might've already done this, but I'm running out of things over here. So I will, if I've already done this, correct me and I will do something special tomorrow, but it is this light because you need to follow the light, the little portable light. Bitcoin is the way. This is my score. What? <laughs> Say it for the audio listeners. Wine is fired. That's my score. <laughs> 
simply Bitcoin sign guy. Why I'm, suppo I'm supposed to get the good memes. Okay. I don't know what mm -hmm. happened there. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get to uh, Joseph. No, Malaka. Mm. All right, all right. What's your score? <laughs> Joseph? You're muted, bro. Oh, hold on. I muted you because you were typing. There we go. Oh, my bad. Uh, my score uh, has got to be essential water out of 10. Can't be oh. drinking that tap water. No fluoride. No chlorine. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, a big, guys... I'm a big fan of Essentia. We only drink Essentia on this show. Uh, yes, it's a great, great water. I, I completely agree. Anyways, everybody, this is Simply Bitcoin Live. Please drop your scores in the live chat. We will get to them. But before we do that, Opti and I want to give a shout out to our clothing sponsor. Is incredibly comfortable, is incredibly stylish. Represent LTD.com. Opti is wearing the sold out Simply Bitcoin hat. That is the orange pill. Trust no one. And this is, you guys know the camo hoodie. I love the camo hoodie. I literally have 10 of these and I just... And I switch them out every single day. Only represent LTD.com. And you could use promo code simply-bitcoin to get yourself a big discount. They're still Simply Bitcoin shirts. And they also came out with, with, uh, with this wooden, uh, did you see it, Opti? This American flag. So badass. Guys, check out representltd.com. Anyways, I want to get to some of our scores. But first, cue the music. Here we go. Jose, Jose S. Bam, I give the memes a fraction of Credit Suisse and a bit, oh, a bit of Silicon Valley Bank. <laughs> Next one, Igor, I give the memes all my empty <laughs> legacy financial accounts. Very, very nice. This the way. Hodlecoin, I give the memes a vote for Ron, not Burgundy, but motherfucker in DeSantis. Motherfucker in DeSantis. Ran more, I give a Becca late to the party. Very nice. Uh, Nigel Lowry, I give the memes an IOU from Scam Bankman Fried. Freed. Bitcoin Becca, I give the memes one Bitcoin Me Becca meme not featured in Simply Bitcoin meme review. We're sorry, send me, Becca. Send me Becca. I did, Please, send me your meme. You, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. If you guys want your memes featured on Simply Bitcoin, tag us on Twitter or join our Telegram hey, group. Hey, I'm only human. I can't get all the memes. I need, I need <laughs> you to tag me. <laughs> all right, next one. Opti's intentionally cut up socks. Score all the grays in Opti's Nico's hair to make the zoomer look older. Hey, 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 I do not have gray hairs. This oh, is fake man. news. Go, go to the first Simply Bitcoin, bro. I had a baby face. Um, Jose S. Bam, I give the memes oh, a Oh, wait, Becca's, we already got El Jose, but this uh, is a good one. Becca's flashing her Bitcoins. Very nice, very <laughs> nice. It's on the line. It's on the line of appropriateness. You deserve real money. I score the memes two days of fasting. Very wow. nice. Very nice. Part of the culture. Very nice. All right. All right, Opti. Uh, we are about to hit McLovin. You are the last score of the day. I give the memes a candlelight dinner for Opti and Christine Lagarde. Perfect. I love, love ending it on that note. Also, guys, check out Simply Bitcoin Telegram groups. Absolutely free. Go to www.t.me slash Simply Bitcoin TV. And also check out the written version of this show, Simply Bitcoin Unfiltered. Go to www.simplybitcoin.com. Dot news. It is the written version of the show. Shout out to our awesome team of writers. So many of you guys now dropping the sauce. We have new articles from Svetsky, from Mike Hobart. So many of you guys are dropping amazing, amazing articles. Anyways, guys, we love you. That was the show. I want to give a shout out to our guests. Thank you so much for for uh, for joining us today. We really Thanks appreciate it, bro. Me. Why don't you tell everybody where they could find you on the interwebs? Yeah, so uh, I'm on Twitter. Just look up Joseph BTC. My at is stel248. Uh, give me a follow, shoot me a DM, uh, and yeah. 
Awesome. All right, man. Thank you for joining us. All right, guys, that was another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. We hope you enjoyed it. If you enjoyed the ride, make sure to smash that like button. Consider subscribing if you feel like we provided you value. The number one thing you could do is share this video. In fact, share all Bitcoin content. That is how we spread the Bitcoin signal. Don't shitcoin. It's bad for you. Stick to Simply Bitcoin. Anyways, everybody, we'll see you tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Uh, make sure to uh, join our spaces, which we're co-hosting with our friends over at Swan Bitcoin. Best place to stack sats. It's, it's all the way till 2 p.m. So don't miss it. It's a party in there. All right. I'm leaving for real now.